Previously, it's the man with the cane. Either we follow spooky singing or spooky tapping. Fine, stay where you are. It'll be easier to collect you. I, I start booking it into the right. That's when you start noticing the strange lights. We've been able to keep these rifts in check so they don't harm the guests, but because we're starving and we're not able to get our full energy, we haven't been able to do our duty anymore to close these off. But if we were to feed you, would you have the power to do so? The rift does start to close. However, when it all is done, Sorkin is just a regular cat. Let's go Big Thunder Mountain. Brendan, are you a space champ? Let's just say I'm not from around here. Energy from Sir Trenton is being siphoned off into the dynamite. This massive explosion of psychic somnivore energy has ricocheted throughout the park, closing off all these wounds in space and time that have been festering except for one. So you have you have left the ride and there was this massive explosion that went off that shut down a bunch of the rifts and caused a lot of this somnivore energy to concentrate over one specific area of the park. And Kate, what area of the park is that? Fantasyland! Yay! All right, Yay. cool. So uh, you see all this energy fly over Fantasyland and kind of definitely take point over the castle, almost exactly where Tinkerbell would have flown to to tap it during the light show. And uh, Dan, you landed on your roll during the last segment and we kind of skipped past that. So you get to ask the DM a question. I think I need to ask if I can ask this question before I can ask this question, but. All right, now we're in, we're literally in the is this then or is this now scene in yeah. Spaceballs at this point. So can I ask who the man with the cane is? Um, yes. Uh, okay, then but who's the man with the unfortunately, cane? Unfortunately, that was your question, so we have to move on. <laughs> um, here's what I'll tell you, Dan. He's not at the platform anymore, but. Brendan, you have definitely been to the park before and you have seen people in the mascot costumes in the park. So you realized as you the the glimpse you got of him as the train went by because you were in the back seat and you were able to get a longer glimpse at the platform than anybody else did. You discovered that the man with the cane was actually somebody wearing one of the park costumes for the hitchhiker ghosts from the Haunted Mansion ride. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't actually scream because I, I wanted to inside. Because, like I said, in a game called Jinkies and Zoics, what would be the fun if there wasn't a ghost that was actually a man in a suit? <laughs> Perfect. Can I check the uh, platform for Elias because I'm worried about where and where my where my where my dad is. Uh, well, Elias got on the train with you. Um, oh, good. Everybody oh, did. Lord, okay. um, and Ooh. he is a cat. Oh, 
All right. I'm going to um, just kind of similar to to with uh, my uncles, Sir Trenton and Sir Marty. Uh, sorry, uh, Uncle Sir Trenton and Uncle Marty. I'm just going to give them all kind of big, loving sniffs and forehead rubbins. And you can you can tell through cat body language and communication that they love you and they appreciate you and they're very happy for you. I say uh, we should uh, we should I guess head towards the castle. Uh, Charlie, why don't you take point and uh, the three of us will will kind of hang back just in case there's anything in the area. And I want to make this clear. This is this is me kind of surreptitiously wanting to get Brendan and Voss into a kind of private walk and talk conversation uh, without Charlie here. I will make you roll a Zoinks roll for that to see how, emo- how because and I'll let you roll two dice because this is your friendship with these two. Okay. So I will say that like this is this is to see how effectively you're able to kind of play this off as a cool this like hang back thing as opposed to. Okay, cool. I rolled a three and a four, so that's a success and a question. Okay. Which is good because my question actually uh, leads into the conversation that I want to have. Is there a way to close this last rift without Charlie having to sacrifice his somnivority? No. Ah. All right. Uh, so I, I, as we're walking towards towards Fantasyland. Uh, uh, real quick, I, I make sure I pick up my bag from the platform with our, <laughs> our gear. Good call. Yeah. I almost, I almost screwed you on that and had the ghost, <laughs> the, the ghost guy take it, but then I forgot about it, so I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. For once, the DM forgetting about Gear Left Behind burned the DM instead of burning the <laughs> player. All right, uh, yeah. With Charlie up ahead, I'm talking to Brendan and Voss as we walk to Fantasyland, which I keep wanting to call Fantasy Island, which is a very different thing. And I say, there has to be some way. I don't think there is. I feel like I know the answer to this question, as if I don't... It's like I've had a conversation with God about it. But I feel like if there is any way that we can close this last rift without Charlie having to just become a regular cat, if there's anything we can do to kind of retain Charlie's, we'll just call it uniqueness, I think we owe him that. He's done a lot for us and we've tried to do a lot for him and he's watching his family kind of whittle and and, and, and dwindle down into this group of just cats. And maybe that's the way it should be, but I feel like we owe it to try for Charlie's sake, to see if there is anything we can do. I'm making eye contact with the DM now. Anything we can do to try to save his soul. I I don't disagree, but if he's willing to make the sacrifice himself, we should honor that. And besides, if the rest of his family are regular cats now, would it be cruel to allow him to be more than a cat and not feel part of his family, then maybe allow him this choice and to continue to be part of the family. I, I I don't disagree with that, but I think at the very least we owe it to Charlie as a friend to to give him the choice at the very least. Aw, Willis, the best kind of friend. My favorite part about this is that while this is happening, one of Ben's cats is, is choosing to, to munch on themselves in the background. <laughs> Amazing. All right, so y'all head over. It's actually not a very long walk from Big Thunder Mountain to the gates of the castle in Fantasyland. And as you get to the castle gates, you actually see a um, like a steady stream of cats now heading towards this thing, almost like they're being drawn like a beacon towards the center of this thing. And actually, 
once you get there, you realize that the the rift is not over the castle itself, but actually over the King Arthur carousel. I and, was going to say the carousel. Well, you didn't get to. I did. So that's what happened. And actually, 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 Kate said it earlier before we broke. And so I'm rewarding her for that awesome thought that she had. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you, Riley. Friends forever. I love the sword and the stone. This rules. I mean, the actual physical thing. I love it. You start walking up to the Fantasyland area, and that is when you see at the stone with the sword, the man with the cane, the ghost costume, and he has some sort of complicated technological apparatus set up around the stone that is drawing energy away from this rift. Hey, old man Jenkins. I tune the radio to AM, FM so that we can hear what he's saying, assuming that makes any difference, but I do it kind of reflexively. Okay, go ahead and make a jinkies check for me with uh, two dice. Actually, three, because you already got to roll this earlier, so. Sure. Uh, a two, a three, and a six. So that's well, one perfect success and one regular success and one fail. Um, what's the question? Do you, so you basically, you get to land on that, so you get to ask a special insight to what's going on. Yeah. Were you lying before when you said that there's no way for Charlie to retain... <laughs> Charlie's Charliness. <laughs> um, I had not planned for there to be, so I don't have a way to do it. So I'll say that if you can find a way narratively to make it make sense and have it play out fine, then I might award you with that. But it is also going to be at the Charlie's consent. That's my DNA. Okay, absolutely. I'm, I'm 100% down on that. I, I firmly believe that we owe him okay. the choice. And then you got another success on that roll as well, right? Yeah. Okay, so describe what happens. What do you think happens when you turn? How do, how do you turn the radio uh, on? How do you find it? Well, my thought process is the same way that we were communicating before outside of Pirates. I just want, I set it to AM and I try to, I keep tuning until I don't hear static anymore until I hear what sounds like his voice. I don't know if he is like spectral or what, but that's the kind of the purpose of this radio is to kind of communicate with ghosts. Gotcha. So I'm just kind of, I've set it to AM because that is the, what worked last time. And I'm kind <laughs> of slowly dialing through the frequencies to see if I can hear a voice coming from the cane guy. Okay, and uh, you hear the voice and what he is saying now, he doesn't actually seem to be addressing you. You just hear him speaking. And what he's saying is a series of numbers and he's just reading off this numbers. They are, loud and just in sequence and they're repeated and he's like it's it's like he's thinking out loud about a series of numbers and brendan because you did not hear the radio earlier you now because you were inside the pirate ride when when they did this last time you recognize this sequence as the coordinates in space of your home planet oh heavens uh, so I'm fiddling with the radio, and do I notice Brendan react to these numbers at all? Uh, how about both of you make a zoinks check for me? Brendan, to see how well you can hide your emotions here, and Will, to see if you can pick up on Brendan's emotions. In fact, let's just do a, con instead of doing a zoinks check, let's do a contested roll, and see, so just roll a d6 and tell me what you got. I got a five. I got a six. Okay. Which would have been a success for since, me. For... Yeah, and since staring is rolling over your number for emotions anyway, I will say that Brendan succeeded. So Brendan is able to okay. decide for himself what he wants to reveal. Okay. I uh, announced to the rest of the group. So I was able to use the, 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 the ghost radio to communicate with the cane guy outside pirates. And I'm getting a string of numbers. Is this like a phone number? Is he reading the lotto numbers? What's happening here? Um, it's 
probably magic. They're magic numbers. Magic? <laughs> this has been science up until now. I mean, we've been hunting magic? ghosts. We've been hunting ghosts. I mean, you know, anything is possible. But there's also been a scientific explanation for all of these ghosts so far. You can't pivot to magic in the third act. Which is funny you say that because you are in <laughs> Fantasyland. So uh, the spirits of this psychic emanation of coming out of the Snow White ride, which is on, under construction to be the, the must they, they may have finished it by this point, I have no idea because who knows, but you see the evil queen from Snow White emerge from the ride. Meanwhile, coming out of the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you see the Devil Judge coming out of that ride. Coming Whoa. out of Pinocchio, you see uh, the two foxes. Like oh. the How dare, how dare. <laughs> the ride that puts you in a box towards, okay, anyway, uh, that, ride is, <laughs> that ride is so trippy and dark and I love it because it just, it just, yeah, anyway. Coming out of Peter Pan is a is a pirate with a hook on his hand. So basically all the villains from all the rides of Fantasyland are starting to come out of each one and they're starting to move towards you. Uh, I, I go, uh, it's, it's getting a bit Scooby-Doo here, guys. We need to figure out what we're gonna do. I just realized I still have all the makeup on my face and I might look like Walt Disney with the mustache that I drew earlier to be Pirate Man. The mustache Man. And it's never, we, we decided earlier that it doesn't come off. What if? I mean, can Voss realize she looks like Walt Disney and then try to be <laughs> Walt Disney for these ghosts? I'm gonna say that you very clearly said you look like a pirate when you did the thing before. So that's, I'm not gonna let, that. that's too much of a retcon. I love it. That's fair. That's so good you know though. I love it so much that I'm gonna make it a roll. Cool. I'm gonna let you roll one dice, yes. and if it's a if if you succeed on a Zoinks roll here, I'll let you have it. Okay. You know what it could be if it works. Maybe the mustache is kind of bristly, but maybe and it's not gonna clean off. But maybe she can like dab spit on her fingers and do this and streak Just, it out into yeah. a Disney mustache. You know what? I will <laughs> let you. Here, that's a that's a good point. Here's what I'll say. I'm not gonna let you roll to realize that you suddenly look like Walt Disney because you haven't so far. Right. I am gonna let you roll as the drama kid. Right. Whose goal is to be famous. Right. I'm gonna let you roll all three dice to see if you can effectively perform and convince these ghosts that you're Walt Disney. Yeah, Walter Elias Disney. Can I also, like to assist, can I, while Voss is distracting potentially the man with the cane, I want to use all of my cat, my natural cat abilities. Uh, uh, and as we discussed before, I can't remember which ride, a few rides ago, I'm going to try and get between the man with the cane's legs to trip him up. <gasps> In pirates. Okay. Throw back okay. pirates. My natural cats I, I like but, that. Let's let Kate play out oh, yeah, her yeah. thing first, and then we'll go back to your we could we could work together in tandem, Charlie. That's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, let's let's yeah. do this, Charlie. Yeah. Sidekick time. Oh man, this is just not. It's not good. It's just. I mean. Oh, actually, oh, sorry, no. Did I did I tell you to roll jinkies or zoinks? You first? told I'm, me I think to. This, I think this is a zoinks because this oh. is an emotional thing you're doing. Got it. Okay. This is sorry. A performance. You said you said jinkies, so that's why I, I did, thought so I that's failed. Why I'm fixing yes. It. No, oh, it's okay. I, I had said jinkies at first to see if the mustache thing was there, but then I changed it once I realized you were doing more of a performance thing. So yeah, right. it's a zoinks. So what did you roll for your zoinks? Roll? I have a five, a four, and a three. That's that is three successes. This is what's called a critical success. 
And so you describe what it looked like, and then I will tell you an extra effect that you get. Got it, okay, so Voss realizes she's still got pirate mess on, but there is a way to transform it into maybe Walt Disney. So she's using like two phones at once as a mirror and like, because it's that kind of eyeliner, you know, you can kind of rub it off and like make it happen. So that happens to get off of most of the beard, definitely working on a receding hairline, tying the hair up into a bun, making it as like taut as possible. I'm wearing that oversized sweater. Ooh. Work with what you got, Ham. I, I know. Uh, uh, I'm gonna play it as like Walt Disney coming back from the grave after being in like that that cover cadaver slip that they have that happens to every dead person. Oh. That's that's why it's the oversized sweater. I, if you if you're gonna be Walt Disney coming back from the dead, you are gonna have to remove your own head. This is this is maybe not. You're just slimmer. You're looking slim. You gotta get the contour. Going. <laughs> just just get that. I mean, you've got it. That cheek. So here's what I'm gonna say because when you read three successes and critical success, the GM gets to tell you some extra effect that you get. Oh cool. Here's what I'm gonna say. Your makeup does not make you look anything like Walt Disney. <laughs> however, however, you, Voss, believe that you look just like Walt Disney. Absolutely. And you happen to be entering an area that is currently fueled by a super large overdose of imagination. So what happens is that while you literally look nothing like Walt Disney. Blessings. The power of believing <laughs> Blessings. is so strong with you. The power of imagination. you literally look like somebody put on like a like disguised self yeah. and turned into Walt Disney. Yeah. You have you have emanated <laughs> your own Walt Disney appearance. I might as well be smoking two cigarettes at once. Yeah, and pointing and you look so much like Walt Disney that you look at your hand and right now Mickey Mouse is holding, holding your my hand, hand as you motion to the You look actually <laughs> like the Walt Disney statue. Yeah, the partner statue that appears at the front of the park. Yes. I lean over to Brendan and I say, did the boss get taller? Yeah. And then Michael, go ahead and do your role to see what happens with uh Charlie and the feet. Okay. Oh, I ro- oh no. I rolled a one, so that is a link. Can I make a pitch? I would say that tripping people up by trying to get between their feet is something that cats are experts at. Um, I think I don't, I will say you can roll two dice because it is something you're an expert at, but I will say that it's a, this is a jinkies move because you're doing something logical and not something emotional. Oh, then a one is a success. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 Oh my it's God, my second roll was a two, which is a success. Great. So you also get to ask me a question. Nice. Because you wrote you rolled your number. Oh boy. Uh Alright, so first I'm gonna do my successful thing, which is I'm gonna trip up the man with the cane. Yeah. I'm gonna separate him from the device in whatever way will hopefully stop him. Okay. Well ask ask your question first in case it influences because you can actually redo your action if you if the if the answer to the question would change that. If you don't have a question, then that's fine, we can do what you're saying. But I do have a question, but I don't think it's gonna affect Okay. What I'm cool. trying to do. I think they're two separate things. Okay. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> so my question is, can whatever I'm doing somehow disable or make the ID microchip rewritable so I no longer have to be a Disneyland cat? Yes. Okay. So yes, my goal is still to trip up the guy, but I would also like to be able to somehow communicate to Brendan that I would like to go home with him. 
That part may have to wait until after what I'm doing, but that's Fine. a thing. Yeah. I'm just happy to state stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you you trip the guy, um, and so he falls over, and that does temporarily interrupt whatever he is trying to currently do with the computer. With his, like, not computer, but like his technology. Um, Brendan starts sprinting towards the castle and kicks down the door to the heraldry shop that is right there and pulls a mace off the wall because there are swords and maces and clubs on display in that heraldry shop and he's going to run and bash the terminal. Okay, I want you to make a zoinks check. This is a very emotional thing you're doing. And oh, just a boy. single one, because you have not established in any way that you are physically strong or anything besides the nerdy human kid that you're pretending oh, to be. His, so. his great, 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 great grandfather invented the mace. <laughs> well, he didn't because he's an alien, so. I was going to say, Ken, since, we, since you established that he has certain physical abilities mm -hmm. can one of those physical abilities be that he is stronger than he appears because i i did not come up with any alien you know species backstory uh i'll let you make it with two dice okay oh come on please i'm really bad at zoinks i got one success and one failure i got a six and a two. Oh my god okay uh so Yes, you barely manage it, and you inflict a complication. So I'll say that you do get the mace, but because you were doing that, uh, the the man with the cane is able to regain his composure and stand up again. Okay, that's fine. Because I'm again, I'm not trying to hurt him. I'm trying to go after the, the the machinery. Okay, so you run towards the machinery, and you do get a good swing at it, and you do you hit it, and it does things do start to spark, and you hear a. No a voice that sounds familiar, but hard to make out because it's through a mask. Uh, yell, no! <laughs> and just coldly, I look this mask out in the eye and go, yes. Okay. So who's doing what next? I vote we let Voss, or Voss Disney, uh, Vault Disney. Yeah, yeah, uh, Voss, what do, what do you what do you want to do now that you are appearing as Walt Disney? What are you planning on doing with this effect? I do, I, I'm, I'm... Hoping that the weird flex is going to somehow either throw off the person in the hat box ghost suit, because we have somehow determined that, like, it's something inside of there, and, like, it's questionable as whether it's human or not. I will say that your Walt Disney-ness yes. has somehow prevented the psychic reflections of all these Disney Mo uh, villains from incur like they have they see you and they respect you and so they stop they're not coming right. towards you anymore right however the man in the cane does not seem to be phased by your disneyness at all he seems to be as aware as you guys all are this is all psychic projections because of the somnivore abilities so his rift is still open however i will say that because you are doing this and like you're connecting with the psychic level of the villains you're starting to see that same feedback loop happen that happened on pirates and on big thunder so you are seeing that you have the ability soon to close the rift so um boss is going to address the guy in the suit and uh she says sup mr jenkins so what are you doing here and he looks up and he says i'm trying to return home 
Park's, park's closed, my dude. Just get in your car and drive on out of here. And then he says no, and he points to the stars, and he says home. Well, uh... San Francisco? Charlie. Charlie. Is there any way this dude could, like, do the same sort of beaming thing you guys have been doing and, like, take your place instead of you doing it? I'd love for him to try. I I don't want to do that. I have a thought, and it, it requires... Right. We might... Brendan, we might need your tech knowledge, and that maybe this is beyond you, I don't know, but... Is that the machine he's using to to kind of create this this gap, to kind of pull open this gap. Is there anything that you could do so that you can use it to close it, but instead of pulling energy from Charlie, can you, I don't know what the word is like, maybe you could like uh, exchange the, 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 the dynamics, like reverse the polarity or something so that the energy siphons off of old man Jenkins here instead of, instead of Charlie or the cats, is, is that achievable? I mean, that sounds like science fiction mumbo jumbo but i can give it a try that's all i ask is try we have to try okay how are you going to try this um well presumably this person may be from my home world because he said he wants to go home and the coordinates he was uh muttering were for there so it's like i might be familiar with this technology <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and roll... I've forgotten about that entirely. Go ahead and roll two jinkies for me, because you might be prepared for it, so... Yeah. But what are you actually going to try to do? What'd you roll? What'd you roll? I rolled two fives. I hit my number Yikes. twice. Okay. <laughs> I will go ahead and roll that as, that as if you had a three success. So you get a critical success. You can ask one question, and then I'll also ask, I'll, I'll ask a question. You can describe what you did after that, and then I'll give you something else on top of it. That's that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is he one of my people? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, Brennan connects the dots between home and the broadcast and all that. Sees the machinery, even though he just took a swing at it. You know, he just you know put a dent in it basically. But it's like this 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 is what he knows. This is this is this is from his home world. So yeah, it's a it's a simple matter of flipping a few switches and you know crossing a few wires but yeah it, it it puts it in in the opposite direction of the flow i'm trying to avoid it as much possible okay you successfully do that and then the thing you get on top of it the extra effect is you you feel a hand grab you by the wrist and the voice says i'm doing this for us oh <gasps> I take the head off. I'm going to let you have this without rolling because of your two successes on your thing. And Brendan, you see the face of your own father. You see, you see old man fields in the haunted amusement park. <laughs> it's dad's all the way down. <laughs> oh no. And I will say that um, at least Voss, who has been friends with Brendan for a while now, recognizes your friend's father. Will, you can decide, you guys, you can decide if you've been to Brendan's house and met his father or not with, the, with how long, how new you've been to town. Why, why are you here? I, I'm supposed to do this myself. Oh, Brendan, you're such a fool. There's no intergalactic exchange program. I just told you that so you'd leave with us. Why did we have to leave? 
We were exiled. But now we can go back. What? Hey, yeah, I... Second... What? You're gonna leave me, Brandon? No, um, no, uh, That's, we can do, uh... There are more, there are other, like, what, can I get back to what? If, if, if we were exiled, why would you ever want to go back? What, what did you do to get exiled? I tried to run the place. Maybe this time I think I can succeed. Uh-oh. This is your birthright, Brandon. We need to go back and do it now. No, oh, no. Sounds like your dad's a dictator, Brandon. It's actually, pro- it's actually pronounced Brendan, but you Brendan. know that's <laughs> you know. Real? Oh dear. Uh, question: Is there any kind of opening or like access area or like a cartridge slot or some kind of hole or gap in the machinery where one might, just hypothetically speaking, jam an AM/FM radio with the volume turned all the way up? Make a uh, jinkies check for me, because this is a technological thing. Oh, no, that fell out of the thing. Let me roll that again. Uh, so I rolled a five. Right, so I want to roll under, so hey. that's that's a big fat nothing. Yeah, then there's not, sorry. Boo! I throw the radio at his head. I just lob it. Screw okay, it. Make, now you can make a, a, a zoinks check. Uh, I rolled a five. <laughs> uh, and you wanted to roll over for that one? Yeah, yeah, you beat yeah. him. You beat him. Overarm, just hock it. Yeah, you beat him, and he does seem to take a, a damage from it. And he just goes, he looks at you, and he has like a gash on his forehead now. And he goes, all the more reason for me to be rid of this infested place. Does anyone have any more AM, FM radios to throw? <gasps> I have three iPhones. You want to check them? I don't know if that's the most. Yeah, Bre- Brendan puts a hand up and says, <laughs> I came to. ready to catch it. Throw the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I came to this world to study, to, to write my dissertation and look back at our history and look at this planet's history, dictators never, ever succeed, so. Yeah, and winners don't use drugs. Frankly, <laughs> you're trespassing, not not only in this park, but on this planet. So if you wanna go home so bad, I'll send you there. How does that sound? Well, I, I just want to point out that Vladimir Putin's doing pretty well for himself, and <laughs> Joseph Stalin lived his entire life in power, so, and uh, Kim Jong seemed to be doing pretty good. So your, your whole theory about dictators doesn't exactly hold as much water as you think it does, but... But the regimes eventually come to an end. Yeah, people eventually die, you're right. People who All are right. in power die. enough technicalities! <laughs> Genghis Khan did really well. I mean, I, apparently you're not studying as hard as you think you are, Brendan. I'm just gonna say well, Brendan. I'm a little- busy dealing with my estranged father who's apparently pretending to be a ghost. And donates to the Lincoln Project. What the hell? <laughs> well, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Brendan, just just a thought. If this if, if this is your dad, and also I still want to reiterate, what? If you're going to send them to another planet, additional what? You can't, if, if they're going to try to conquer that planet, you can't let them go. We have to do something. Sorry, Will, this is family business. Oh, he's going to go all Skywalker on us. Eat my entire butt, Brandon. Yeah. What's what's wrong with butts there? What's wrong with that? <laughs> I, I want to roll a zoinks, which I'm very bad at. But okay. I want this zoinks to basically I want to almost have like a glint in my eyes to my my friends and and newfound cat buddy that like just trust me. I'll let you have two because the, at least Voss knows you pretty well. And I'll say that Charlie being a creature that feeds off psychic energy probably can read your vibe a little bit, so. Okay. 
And also Will's here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, one fail, one success. Okay. Um, I will say that Charlie trusts you, but Voss does not. Because Voss, it doesn't. Voss, you're still kind of put off by this reveal that your friend is an alien. Yeah, I think Voss is just. Uh, I think the alien part is still kind of in the, the the subconscious. I think she's just a little bit more hurt that this like longtime friend is lied to her. Yeah, it's it's just personal like that. And uh, Charlie gives you a, a wink of like, I get it. Uh, yeah. So Brendan goes over to the uh, the machinery and uh, starts undoing a bit of uh, the jiggery pokery that he was doing before, but also starts inputting. A, a, a series of numbers that are perhaps different than would be expected. Hmm. And then I, I say, all right, step up to the sword in the stone and I'll send you home, father. Okay, first I want you to roll two dice for jinkies. This is because you know how this computer works and you know the numbers you're doing, so I'll let you roll for those first. Okay. Uh, one fail, one success. Okay. I will say that you know how the machine works. You do put some numbers in, but you're not 100% sure if they actually succeeded because that part of the screen is damaged from where you hit it with the mace. Okay. And then uh, now I want you to roll a zoinks because you're trying to emotionally convince your father that he can trust you. Uh, One die for this? Yeah. This is not going to go well. No, I rolled a one, which is the opposite of the number I needed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He goes, what are you getting at, boy? Honor thy father. That's from Earth, by the way. Yeah, I, it, just, it didn't land. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I know you were trying something there, but you're clearly lying, and it's not even very... I'm actually disappointed in you that you're not this good of a liar, so... You're right. Hey, uh, Voss? Huh? Check the phones. Oh, okay. I want to say she throws two out of the three because she still needs one. Okay, I'm going to say go ahead and roll two uh, jinkies then. Okay. Not jinkies, zoinks. Sorry, I keep okay. saying jinkies, but I mean to say zoinks. So. Okay, okay. We got a five, and uh, is that a two? Oh my gosh, I rolled my number. Okay, you can ask a question if you like. Uh, uh, what is Brendan's alien species weakness? Um, so this is something you would know as a player, but it doesn't mean your character would right. know this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they really have a specific weakness. They're not like Superman or Kryptonite. Like they're just <laughs> they're just mortal beings from another planet who are stronger and can stretch a little bit. Copy. I just wanted to understand like what kind of alien life form they were because they're yeah. that just opens up so many. Avenues. I'll say they're they're humanoid beings that are a little bit stretchier than humans, and they can obviously take on human shapes. But they yeah they're a little bit stronger and more malleable than a person. Cool. So. One, I think she's going to aim one of them for the Adam's apple so he can't really talk or anything more. So it like kind of since he's got human stuff. Uh, And then two, where is the other one going to go? Because it's such a good role. I'm like, I don't want to. Charlie, the belly's not good enough. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go for uh, she's going to try the nose. Okay. I know that's super specific, but at least those are like two major hit areas. Um, going for the nose and around the Adam's apple area. So, yeah. And it lands. Yeah, they both, both those hit and he definitely coughs a little bit and sputters, but it's still standing because those aren't like lethal weapons. It's just a blunt object hitting him in the face. 
And he's just like, why? Why did you have her do that? To distract you. And then I shove him into where I want him to go. Okay, uh, I'm going to have you roll uh, a zoinks for that. Can I get a prepared on that? Because my intention yeah. was for... I'll let you have, okay. I'll have yeah. a prepared because you were planning for that. So. Yeah. Uh, two fours, that is two failures. Yeah, so he says to distract you, and then you go to push him, and then he grabs your hand to stop you, and he goes, well, it didn't work. Can I, can I bite him? Make a, make a, make a uh, zoinks check, Michael. I got a, I got a one, which is the opposite of what is good over No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry, you want to roll over. So yeah, you, you try to bite him, but I think he's now figured out your moves from when you try to trip him earlier, so he, like, sidesteps you really easily. I turn back to my group and I say, remember me as a friend. It's the red button. And I throw my arms around my father and I basically bull rush him to where I need him to be to be transported. So it's like a grapple hug. I'm going to need you to make I'm going to let you make two zoinks on this one. God, I'm so bad at zoinks. Oh my god, I got two sixes. Oh! You got so it. Awesome. Two successes. Yeah, so describe what happens. Good job. You did it. You did it. You just see that you do it well, so describe what it looks like. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, with the little bit of extra stretchiness in the body, like really, r- literally wrap my arms around this guy, and I basically shove him up against where like the sword of the stone is because that seems to be like the teleport spot and i turn back to voss and will and i shout now now hit the button now i lunge forward and hit the button okay i might i'm not even gonna make you roll for that because nothing's contesting you from doing that and that seems pretty doable uh so you hit the button and this beam goes off it's not quite the sword in the stone but it's like that little platform you could stand on where the stone would be uh-huh. and then yeah you both disappear into this this tunnel Dan, where did you where did you plan to send him when you change the the, the coordinates? Um, so imagine uh, a room that's almost concrete uh, everywhere, um, except for a door that has a very heavy metal door. And as we appear, there is just flashing of lights and sirens going off and the doors open up and six armed unit soldiers burst in the door and say, freeze, nobody move! Well, Dan, I have to cut you off here because as we know that at this point in time, unit does not exist. So uh, there is no unit. You teleported with. yourself to an empty sto- storage shed. It's a, t- it's a hole in time and space. So I do so uh, to when unit exists. Okay, fine. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Brendan throws his arms up and says, I surrender. And uh, that is the last we see of Brendan, who, as, as we cut back to Disneyland in 2020. So now the machine's not being run, but there does seem to be a rift that is focused specifically on the sword. It's not a teleporting pad anymore. So like that's that crisis has been averted, but the rift is still open above the sword in the stone. We have to close that rift. We have to get that rift closed. How do we do this? Is the machine, does the machinery still work? You're really talking to the wrong person right now, Will. The only person that knew how to do this went through the portal. 
Charlie, what's your tech level like? What's your knowledge level? Put put me on the stone. Can you can you pick me up and No Just do it. I, if there's any way to do this without you losing who you are, I wanna try. Let me have a look at the machine and I go and have a look at the machine. Oh, I'm gonna. I mean, Will, you can make a a jinkies roll here, but one dice only because you are not familiar with this alien machine. Sure. This is a real hair Mary move right now. Uh, I I rolled a five. Is jinkies higher or low? I want under. Yeah. So, uh, you did not succeed. I start. I'm randomly pressing at buttons, hoping it will do something, and nothing is. <laughs> okay. I'll say because you did that and you don't know how it works, you do manage to shut the machine down, but you have no idea how to turn it back on again or do anything with it. So you have you you essentially disabled this machine. So I've turned the machine. Is, what's happening? Is the rift going to close? What happens next? Uh, I guess we have to. Well, uh, Brendan usually has all the information. Wait, I still have a cell phone. Okay, hold on. I'm going to Google this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna brush up to Voss's leg and look up at her and say, "Put me on the stone, Voss." First of all, okay. first I want to see how Voss googles this. So, Voss, I want you to roll a Jinkies check for me using two dice because you have your phone. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what you're googling, and I want to see how well you find something. Oh boy. Oh boy! And just to be just to, while, while she's rolling, just to be clear, uh, in case I didn't describe it well enough earlier. The machine is not controlling the rifts. The machine is only harnessing the power of the rifts gotcha. to control itself. So yeah, that's why that's why the rifts are still there when the machine is. Shut yeah, down. I, I I think my, like I think Will's hope was that the machine could be shut yeah. down or reversed to like zip the rift shut. I just realized that it was a thing that might not make sense to people listening, so I wanted to make sure to clarify that point. Yeah. Also, not that not that Will would know, but did Brendan and his dad get sent? Into the past where unit exists, or into a future where unit has been reestablished. Hey Dan, Dan, I love this. I, I, Dan just sent me a great thing, and I'm gonna. I want it to be on the podcast because I want it to uh, play out with real rolls. Dan, I want you to roll three dice for me as Jinkies rolls. Okay. Do you do you want me to tell you what I rolled, or we're gonna scrap that? Oh uh, no, we'll still do that because you. Okay. You declared it. I just want to see what happens here. Copy, copy. Three successes and one is my number. Okay, hold that for now. Yep. Uh, that's good. That I love this so much. Now, Kate, what did you roll and what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, boss is the loser of the day because I, I rolled a three and a six. That's fine. Again, it's tough to roll when you like you are a very emotional character and you're trying to do something right. very logical. So. Okay, yeah, I think you Googled how do I close the rift and you got instructions for a walkthrough of some video game about rifts and you didn't get anything. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think like, that you actually for a second like thought that it was real instructions and you tried it, but you're, right. like, you're looking around, you basically are now looking around for a giant X and uh, square shaped button and those yeah. don't exist on this control panel. Oh, so I don't know <laughs> Absolutely, no, I feel like I'm reading this out loud to Will and being like, okay, so it says for here, when we encounter the rift, we need to um, find the red brick and then press X while holding R2 with the options button. Uh, R2, okay, so we gotta head to Star Wars land. Uh, <laughs> Will, that is R2-D2, not R2. Oh. Uh, it says to hold down what are, R2. What are you, that's walk, that's a video game walk, that's, you're on game FAQs, that is not useful. While 
Voss and Will are arguing over the controller, and, and, and Will is trying to explain to you that you are looking at the instructions for a video game that Will is beaten multiple times and knows how it works and doesn't need and is trying to make it very clear to you that they know this game uh, and it's not what's happening right now suddenly out of the darkness appears a 63 year old man in a security guard uniform he's wearing one of the like the disney actually he's wearing one of the plaid it looks like a looks like a disney plaid and uh-huh. he is wearing a name tag that identifies him as bill shakespeare <laughs> that comes from him. Uh, <laughs> um, and it says Bill Shakespeare. And then from location, it actually says Anaheim, California. But then it puts these, but really space. It's a long tag. It looks like he wrote it in himself with like a piece of tape afterwards. Uh, and you realize this is a 63 year old version of your friend, Brendan. Oh my gosh, you didn't leave me. Brendan. Is this like his uncle, or because I can see the family no, it's, resemblance? It's me. It's me. They don't have sci-fi in the UK. What's going on over there? Well, it's it's Brandon. What what, ha- what just happened? What just happened is I've had to be patient for about fifty years to get back to this moment. It's been about fifty years. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I wait. Sorry. Hang on. You've just you've been here the whole time. Why didn't you help us at any point? Because there's rules when it comes to time travel. There couldn't be two at the same time. I had to wait until my past version was... Look, I've had a very long time to think about this. I didn't think about it until this exact moment. Now that you said it out loud, I realized that I could have done a lot more and I haven't, but just, you know what? I've been very busy. (laughs) No, I don't think I will. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was on I could, a parallel Earth until this exact moment, and then I came back. I couldn't mess with the timeline, otherwise I never would have left in the first place. Now, we've got a big thing in the sky to take care of. Oh, that's right. And the the stone, the, the sword still glows. I had this, my brain went to this dumb place of Dan saying, I've had 50 years to think about how I would resolve this issue. And here it is. And he just pulls out a different regular cat. It's like, we just swap, <laughs> just swap the cats. <laughs> no, is that not gonna? All right, fine. Screw you, Whiskers. All right, uh, Charlie, is there any other way we can we can close this rift? I, d- I don't want you to have to give up who you are to save us. Uh, just to be clear, well. You're not giving up who you are. You're just no longer a somnivore. So you're still conscious. You're still yourself. You're just now a cat. I just, like I, you. yeah. I, I, okay. I think, that, like, Will definitely gets that, but he. I mean, I can see Will not yeah. getting that. I'm making sure Michael yeah, yeah. understands that that's what yeah. Charlie knows. No, so. I, I, I'm aware. Okay. I just, I want to let the other players play. Yeah, that for out. sure. Um, uh, so I'm going to say to, to Will, uh, I'm not losing any part of myself. Don't worry. I just, I, I don't want to stay here. I'd, I'd like to go to a home from after this, if that's okay. Will, Will sighs and they say, there's only one of you and there's only one of whatever Brendan is. There are, there are billions of me and they go to pull the sword from the stone. Okay, go ahead, and you're making a rational choice here, I think. Like, you're making, like, a logical decision for yourself. Um, actually, no, you're making an emotional choice, because you're making the choice to try to sacrifice yourself 
Um, and so go ahead and roll me. Uh, I'm going to let you have two Zoinks rolls here. Okay. And I want over. My number is three. I have a three and a one. Okay. Um, I'll let you ask a question. And then if you decide you want to read, do something different, you're allowed to do that. If, 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 if the question changes your role. So what's your question? <sighs> is this going to work? <laughs> It's funny because that's the question I had in my mind yeah. too. Uh, I will say that you pulling the stone out won't change that the somnivore energy is what has to close the rift. I think I think Will believes that if they sacrifice themselves, then they something of theirs will get taken instead, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna push on and with this in the hopes that something is chosen from them instead of from. From okay. Whatever outcome that is, they, they will have to live with it, but... Okay. So, do you want to change your action and re-roll the dice, or do you want to stick with the rolls you already had? I want to... I'm definitely sticking with the same action. Um, whether or not you think I should re-roll or not, and how many dice I should re-roll, I think that's your call. Um, I will let you roll again one single dice okay. as a zoinks to reflect the fact that you are making this emotional choice to stick with your plan. Snake eyes. Damn. Okay, uh, you do pull the sword from the stone, and there is a big flash of light, and you see that the beam hits the rift that's in the sky, closing it, and you do unfortunately see this feedback loop that picks up Charlie, and also the remnants of any remaining somnivore energy that was in all of the other cats around the park that might have been like lingering still, and the rift closes, and Charlie, Charlie, why don't you make, just a, as a Hail Mary, make a Zoinks roll for me. Okay. All right, I rolled a one, which I think is bad. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah, maximum bad. Okay, I was basically going to roll, I was basically having you roll to see if you could choose to link to hold on to your somnivore ability or not, oh, but you yeah, failed, no. so you, you, you lose no. it. So it, it pulls away from you. However, make a make a make one more zoinks roll for me, Charlie. Ooh, I got a four, which is above my two. Okay. You have this sense that no matter what happens here, everything's going to be okay because you've made these friends and they've made you feel happy and they've given you a space that you might be able to belong. And because you're literally sitting in the middle of fantasy land at the happiest place on earth, that psychic energy really pulls something toward you. And so when you feel your somnivore energy pulling away and you feel yourself turning into a cat, you actually feel yourself de-aging a little bit to where you are essentially a kitten because you're getting this childlike sense of wonder fusing into you as the rift closes. And so as the rift shuts down, Charlie is still there, but he is now only a six-month-old kitten. So he is a cat, but now he's a cat who has his whole life ahead of him. I... Uh squat down and I pat my legs and say, come here, Charlie boy. Come here, my boy. Uh, and Charlie uh, jumps up without a second thought, because he can. And uh, Brendan pulls out from his pocket uh, a collar that already has Charlie's name on it. 
but there's also some circuitry on it. And uh, when Charlie goes to meow, out comes the words. Hey. What? You? Oh, this is cool. Wait. Oh, do you have French fries in there? Of course I have French fries. I'm going to let you have this without rolling because you've had 50 years to plan this. So. That's exactly <laughs> That's exactly it, yeah. You are an alien. <laughs> Brendan is a 63-year-old man who has lived a long, fulfilling life so far, working with Unit, has retired now because Unit stopped existing, but he happens to own a home in Anaheim, so Brendan is able to take his young kitty, Charlie, with him back to his home, where they can live happily ever after as a, as a light, nice kind of uh, old man and a cat kind of pairing, which is very adorable and sweet and the happiest ending that storyline could have, probably. <laughs> and he would have had to have bought that house 50 years ago for it to have been affordable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, no, it's whatever house. No, it's, it's the house that you were already living in as a oh, okay. student. <laughs> Unfortunately, because you threw your two phones that you're recording with, you have lost your video footage of the aliens <laughs> and ghosts in the park. So you don't have those because that that's convenient and no Wi-Fi. So no backup, but you and will uh, now have bonded through an experience that you can never share with anyone because no one would ever believe you, which Charlie says to you again as you leave. And then at this point, Disney security guards realize that the cats are like they, they realize that you are uh, no longer being supervised by the cats. And so they quickly shoo you out of the park. And then they also make you sign stacks of NDAs uh, <laughs> to to not repeat what you've heard here so that they will not then also sue the pants off of you for being in the park. So basically, they're not going to press charge as long as you sign a million non-disclosure agreements. Yes. I think that as Will is signing all of these NDAs, they're thinking about all of the, the somnivores that they that they failed to save that that have become cats unless they are alive and they get to live but they've lost something that is intrinsic to who they were and i think that as will is signing the last nda they look up and kind of look off to the middle distance and just kind of say to themselves there should have been another way We cut to a shot of the park where the cats are very happy and frolicking and are actually very at peace with what happened. <laughs> the uh, 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 legally distinct version of Jellicle cats is playing as yeah. they frolic. The, yeah, no, actually, uh, actually, one of the cats is actually being flown to space on a hot air balloon uh, while this is all happening. So brilliant, actually, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Does that person, does that cat happen to be Jennifer Hudson? Uh, no, it's because Jennifer Hudson's a human human being and not a cat. Oh, that's so. right, that's right, I'm sorry. But then yeah. you pull back to reveal it's that rocket ship ride at the front of uh, Tomorrowland <laughs> that they're actually <laughs> ascending <laughs> Yeah. And I will say that Voss does manage to do very well with her new one-woman show. She does a very surprisingly popular uh, Zoom performance as Walt Disney, the voice of a young Asian girl in, in, in Anaheim. <laughs> so people are actually amazed at how, how well she's able to uh, achieve the authenticity of the voice of Walt Disney. So kudos Amazing. for that. I would like to say that she likes to put that on her 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 new friend who has a new cat because that's the only way she can explain being friends with a sixty something year old man. Yeah, that makes sense. She's like he lived with Walt Disney. That's why I'm so good. Uh, 
And as everyone heads back to their respective homes and a sense of normalcy returns, we drift back to the park. As we scan past the empty stalls and the abandoned rides, we hear a familiar sound, the whirring rotor noises of an unmistakable blue box. Inasmuch as a stationary box can, it seems unsure of itself, as if tepidly trying to confirm that it can in fact find solid footing in a space that has been inaccessible to it for decades due to the Swiss cheese-like consistency of time and space that has now finally begun to settle. As it comes to a stop, the caged light atop the box catches a glint of reflection off the now rising sun, and a door, emblazoned with emergency instructions, pulls open. Stepping out of the TARDIS are the familiar faces of the Doctor, Carrie, and Travis. The Doctor, emerging with a look of anticipation, turns towards Carrie, but finding only an expression of disappointment on her friend's face as she takes a close look around at the currently abandoned husk of a small replica of Roger Rabbit's Toontown. Nodding in her agreed disappointment, the Doctor's face pulls itself into an all-too-familiar nose-scrunch as she says... Oh, no, this won't do at all. Back in the ship, everybody. We're going to try this one more time. As a warning to any cat owners out there, never, never give your cat a french fry. They will become the greatest french fry thieves in the history <laughs> of the world. They will become finer thieves than Diabolique, greater than Arsene Lupin, the greatest thieves in the land. They will find ways through your greatest You know a defenses. lot of thief names. I, I love a gentleman thief. It's a very cool... We don't really have a lot of gentleman thieves in, in the States. It's not a popular um, format. My cat... Tubu back in England when he was living with my mum. And when I was when I was also living there before I moved here, if my when my mum would make dinner, she'd make like, you know, Sunday roast, roast chicken, mashed potato, peas, carrots, gravy. And Tubu would sit like underneath my mum, expectantly waiting for her to drop something. But after a while you would see this paw creep up over the side of the plate and snake around the mashed potatoes and the vegetables like a Tom and Jerry cartoon feel for the chicken, sink his claws in, and then slowly pull it off the plate through all of the other food. Oh, oh my Rocket God. Would An absolute up, Rocket would jump up on the table and just like snatch something. Like it was like he would, mm -hmm. it was like a, like a velociraptor getting like he would get like a bun of like 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 a sandwich mm. bun or something and run off and then he would like he was just feral enough that he would like start growling if you like came close to him with yeah. it. William with the fries was he would just like get his because he only had those little front chiclet teeth yeah. so he'd just go like ah. And run. He always got him. Old devil. <laughs>